Metal Lords. This is a 2022 American teen comedy drama written uh, by D.B. Weiss and directed by Peter Sollett. Uh, it's a story. The story follows two high school best friends and metal music lovers, Hunter and Kevin, who set out to start a metal band against societal norms. Uh, the film was released on Netflix on April 8th, 2022. Scott Ian, Tom Morello, Kirk Hammett and Rob Halford appear in cameo roles as themselves representing Kevin's conscience. Uh, on the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes, 63% of 32 critic reviews are positive with an average rating of 6 out of 10. Uh, website's consensus reads, if it doesn't quite rock, Metal Lords remains a good-natured and overall enjoyable look at adolescence and the life-altering power of music. Metacritic, the film has weighted average of 57 out of 100 on reviews from 17 cricket critics, uh, indicating mixed or average reviews. <sighs> Brad, you know who any of those people are? Scott Ian, Tom Morello, Kirk Hammett, Rob Halford, you know them? I will give you Tom Morello and Kirk Ham- Hammett. Hammond. The other Hammett. two can fuck off. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean... Nah, metal guys, I guess. Rob Halford, is he like more old school? Judas Priest or something? I don't know. Yes, he's the singer of Judas Priest and <laughs> Scott yeah. Ian is from Anthrax. You tell, you tell me I know nothing about metal. Look at me. I knew who Rob Halford was. Was he the second singer of Judas Priest or the original singer of Judas Priest? Didn't uh, they he's the original. The I think the... F- he did leave back. Judas Priest for a while and go solo, but he's mm. back in with them now. See, there's an important question. When you're a, a big multi-million dollar selling band, which members are expendable, right? Do you think, like you look at the Who, the drummer died, and you just get a new drummer, right? You can carry on, still the Who. You'd think the singer would be a hard one to replace because that's literally the voice of the band. But Judas Priest did it. Uh, who else did it? Journey? ACDC. Yeah, the, that's, that's a prime example. Uh, oh, in excess, not so successful. <laughs> Do you remember that replacement singer? Yeah, I remember him. He went down. He married a a porn actress. Oh. And then went downhill from there. Was it Thurman is way to Vegas, baby? That's the guy, eh? Um, well, you Johnny, look at Tom Johnny Morello. Johnny Fortune, Ricky Fortune. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Tom Morello, he, you know, Rage Against the Machine basically switched singers and became audio slave, didn't they? And just sort of carried mm, nah. on. Nah. Same band members, but different band, different style. In my opinion, more similarities for sure but i think I, I i don't lump rage and audio slave as the same band you know i think rage had a lot more energy than audio slave come at me in the comments yeah band carried uh, on um yeah anthrax Journey. changed singer had a crap singer got a great singer got rid of the great mm-hmm. singer went back to yeah. the crap singer right faith no uh, more van ha- 
Faith No More. How did they do? Chain Courtney Singer Love. went on to greater success. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but they've changed guitarist a few times as well, eh? Faith No More. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, they changed. Well, uh, depends where you start in the history of the band, but yeah. Couple mm. of changes. But generally, you lose a band member, you should give it up. Or should you carry on? That is my question. Yeah, carry mm. on. Carry on. Just keep, as long as you're playing your hits, people are going to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone really care with ACDC? Well, you know, I kind of, I prefer Bon Scott, I think. Again, it's an energy thing. They get a bit more, it's a different vibe. Um, but, yeah, they got way bigger with their new singer, for sure. Um, yeah. Back in black! That guy. What's his name? Yeah. Mm, he's good. Well, it was Bon Scott, and then the new guy's name's... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Who knows? We'll just say he's the ACDC singer with the hat and the growl. Uh, but I, I give a bit of respect to bands like Led Zeppelin that say, all right, our core member is dead. And it was the drummer even, and they went, yeah, we're out. I did a couple of crappy reunion shows, sure, but it's, yeah, they sort of bowed out, which I appreciate. I think Def Leppard should have done that when the drummer lost his arm, but hey, he revolutionised one-arm drumming. And to be fair, they had all their hits when he had one arm, so eh, probably a good car accident. If you can have a good car accident. Any publicity is good publicity. Our drummer's got one arm. Speaking of drummers, segue, Mm. there's there's drumming in this film. Metal Lords, which we're here to discuss. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I stumbled across this one. And it was, you know, like, you know how you go and you scroll Netflix you're just sitting there, you're like, ah, oh, I got time. I'm going to watch something. And like you used to go to the video store. Remember those things? We'd actually have to leave the house and travel to another building. And you walk in the door, bing, bong. And there's somebody there at the, you know, there's a security gate. And you had the return hole. And the guy's there, he's like, hey, how's it going? And you're like, yeah, I'm just here. Check out some videos. And you go over to the new release wall. And there was like all the, all the new releases, all the popular ones, there'd be like eight cases. And then the really new releases, they'd all be gone. And there'd just be a little tab there saying, come back tomorrow or whatever it was. And they'd charge you eight bucks overnight hireage. And you'd stand there for half an hour and pick a film, argue with your brother, and you'd go home and watch your film. But now you just scroll. With your finger, like an elegant king. And it's the same. You still take half an hour to pick a film. And for me, you're doing that. Scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. Metal Lords. And there was like, you know, some rock and roll metal guys. And it said, comedy, rock and roll. Sweet. Clicked into it. I found it refreshing. Dan, I, I have to say I enjoyed this one. This was a pleasure to watch. Mm-hmm. Does that shock you? Does that shock you that I like something? Well, it's kind of fluff. So, yeah, that's kind of what you're into. 
like fluff, like nothing love that's fluff. going to work your brain. Yeah. My, yeah. my life is fluff. I just mm. want, it was good escapism. I didn't have to think about anything. It had, you know, kids discovering metal, learning instruments. It all sounded good. I'd never heard that. Here's a peek behind the beef curtains. I had never heard, never heard the song War Pigs. Slap your mother in the mouth. And I, I, as the kid in the film learnt War Pigs and it got played over and over again in the film, I went, it's a fucking badass song. And so now it's on my high repeat on Spotify. Well done, Ozzy. Well done. Ah, so it's a gateway drug for people to get into into the heavy metals. It's a it's, gateway drug for fluff-loving people like me. It's a film for dummies. If you're a dummy, here you go. It's a film I for dummies. Dummy. You're not going to be challenged. It all felt like 30 years too late to me. Like I was looking at it thinking if this was set in the 80s, it would make a lot more sense. No, it's why it worked now because it's like these modern kids that are listening to Harry Styles and and Britney, not Britney Spears. Oh, she's a bit, yeah, it's too old. That's like 20 years old. What else is current? Kanye, he's not even current. Taylor Swift, not current. What's current? Give me some current band names. 21 Pilots, not current. Thing is, these bands, their songs are like 50, 60 years old. Yeah. And when you talk about current bands, when you when I watch guitar reviews and amp reviews on, on, on the YouTubes, they're all playing gent. And it's bands like Polyphia and Pliny and all this kind of stuff. It's a totally different What the vibe. fuck you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, What's so we're all, this movie was made for old people like us. Yeah. Uh one foot in the grave. Sure. Uh, hair growing where it shouldn't be growing. Mm. Um. Yeah, it, it felt like it should have been set in the eighties. Um, Maybe it, it's it's a tribute lo- to because because what's his name Tom Morello? He's the producer of this movie. Mm. This is all the bands he grew up with. Like this is granddad's bands. Yeah, but that's it. Not what you the want kids these are young- listening to? No, young kids to listen to the old bands like my kids are just loving Green Day and Nirvana at the moment. But that shit is, yes, 30 years old, you know? And when I was their age, 30 years, when I I was 10, 12, 30 years back was the Beatles and the Stones. And so that was the shit that my parents liked. And I went, ah, that's good music. And so, I, you know, 30 years back is kind of the music you find to get into music and then you find your own bands. Right. Well, that's my experience. So it's it's awesome to see that gap working with my kids. And that's kind of what this film is, is kids of the current generation going, ah, oh, fuck, there was some sweet metal that is your dad's music. But dad's music started getting metal, you know, for a while. And so it's it's it was a delight to watch. I'm not saying it was a an all-time classic best movie I've ever seen, but 
but it was mindless and enjoyable. There were things wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. Like cringe. I don't know what the kids do these days, but it never worked for me where some girl rings you up and says, are you a virgin? And then you say, yes. And she says, do you want to not be? And then they go and fuck in a van. I mean, that's not how it happened back in my day. But maybe I missed the boat there. Probably. Probably. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, the, the history of like metal movies, movies about metal bands and stuff, they always get stuff wrong. Like, you know, they talk about being a heavy metal band, but the soundtrack is by Poison, you know. Um, you remember Heavy Metal, the animated movie? Mm. Oh, fuck the yeah, sound- that, yeah. It's called Heavy Metal. The soundtrack is Cheap Trick and Don Henley mm. from the Eagles and things like that. Like, they always get it kind of wrong. And for me, with this movie, you see Hunter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our bad boy. He he wants to be, what, a post-death metal band? Mm-hmm. And then the riffs he's doing, the song he has at the end, Machinery of Torture or whatever it is. Mm. It's sounds like Judas Priest kind of a song, you know. It's not, it's not post death metal. Mm. Um, what's new these days, anyway? Mm? I said, what's new these days, anyway? You got to take something from the old to create something new. I thought the song. I mean, I don't know metal, but it sounded metal, and then it sort of felt old school and then had some new school soloing in it. So I thought, you know, it's a hybrid of the two. But uh, I listen to Bob Dylan on a daily basis. What do I know about metal? I enjoyed it. Mm. It had solos, had loud drums. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems. If it was set in the 80s, I would have understood it more, but to me, it mm. kind of it's granddad's nostalgia movie, not not what the kids are doing these days, I don't think. Yeah, like I said, isn't pl- that what and Pliny and things like that. Yeah. But isn't that like Netflix's current target demographic is all of us in our forties? You know? So they're, they're creating content for us who are currently paying for Netflix. Right. Hmm. Um, hmm. Was was it too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are you in general a fan of high school kid movies? I haven't seen one in a very long time. Hmm. No. Like no, you know, your your American pies, the American Pie twos, American Pie threes. American Pie Band Camp, American Pie Naked Mile, and other such classic high school films. Not another teen movie. Genius. Have we done that one? No. Oh, we should. Mm. Let's do that. Uh, Porky's, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. Not your thing, are they? No, you lost me there. Yep. <laughs> mm. See? Classics. You want cerebral art house mm, cinema. I just want a fucking, I want some fluff. 
Let me switch off. My brain it, sees some pretty colors. That's it. I don't know. I just kind of. It was pleasant. It's good natured. It's gets along. I started losing interest. Uh, it's all right. At, yeah, it's all right at the end. I thought it was pretty realistic the way bands get together and dramas that you get. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you've got Hunter who's self-destructive, who's pushing people away. He's too aggressive. He's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get those He's kinds of people. Yeah. He was the, he was the front man personality. I liked how yeah. I, I enjoyed the, de- here we go. I enjoyed the development of the drummer, who I thought was fucking Macaulay Culkin's little brother for a while, Karen Culkin, but he's not. Uh, where he's like, you know, playing some shitty drums because he plays in the in the school band and he's the drummer on the snare, and then he gets himself a drum kit, and then his mate buys him his dad's credit card eh, and buys him a bigger drum kit. And so yeah. he's got it, and then like the process of him going from. Not being a drummer to his mate going, right, here's your fucking, here's your list of songs. You know, you've got it. This is metal. This is your introduction. And he writes down the list of songs. And the kid works his way through it. And obviously the first song and there's War Pigs. And you can see him, he gets it. And the development of him going from tapping the drums to really digging the song and being so focused to learn it. I related to that, you know, as a as an amateur musician. In the early days, you go, yeah, oh, mate, Nirvana, I want to know how to play that. And so you pick up your guitar and you know your G and your D, and then someone says, hey, well, Polly's only E and G and A or where it is, and you figure it out and you go, yeah, and then you get better and better, and that's it's being a musician, right? And so I liked mm-hmm. that, that scene in the movie the best. A, because it showed his passion developing into metal, and it was also my introduction to War Pigs, so fucking that was good. Mm-hmm. Good drum sound. Good drum sound in the movie too. I had headphones on and it was great. And War Pigs sounded huge. And then when I actually went and listened to the Black Sabbath version, it's like poorly recorded from, I don't know, the 70s. Still cool though. But the drums sounded pretty like cardboard boxes. But that's just the passage of time. Yep. That was a, I don't know, I think a 500-pound recording. Their first album back in the day, recorded in a barn, as I remember it, something like that, a converted uh, barn. Wait, was War Pigs uh, on their first, is that their first album? Uh, oh. Test your knowledge. Uh, oh, I don't want to embarrass you in front of the, the listeners. Would you? It's been a while uh, since the, I listened to it. The man, oh, do it, get back there. The man who used to front the amazing local band Wellhard. Mm. I'm talking about my fellow host here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Wellhard, great name for a band, but is it, is it as good? Would you front a band by the name of Skullfucker, like the kids in this film? Yeah, it's it's a rough ride. Mm. Um, would you make posters and put them up in the local cafe saying, come to tonight's Skullfucker show? Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. It's, um, you know, I even found 
with Wellhard, we we had a lot of walls of people far more conservative than you think. <laughs> with Wellhard or with the music, with the band name uh, or with the music? Uh, I remember. I remember there was a couple of songs with a couple of naughty words in it, and police oh, would come in off the street and stare at us, and bar owners oh. would get upset. And, dear, oh, dear. Um, and we were just being edgy. It's so edgy. Young, late twenty somethings, full of vigor, full of the last remains of youthful energy before the body and mind give out. Yeah, all downhill since then. Good times. Can you? Is that still anywhere? Is that on Spotify? Well, hard. It's a hidden gem, people. Dig it out. Go to your album of all time. Will there ever be a rainbow? Was cool. There's some, sure. I guess for me, yeah, it's just good-natured fluff. Um, they got a lot of things quite right. Um, you know, he's playing a Jackson King V. He had a EVH fifty-one fifty Mark three amp. Woo! Yeah, they had that all that stuff right. Mm. It's okay. It was just fluff. But yeah, fluff, uh, uh, nothing great. It wasn't particularly funny. Was it? Yeah. Nah, that's true. It wasn't like laugh out loud moments. I was just, I just enjoyed young people playing metal. And the lady, when she comes in on the cello, I thought that was, was kind of cool. You know, it's like a modern take on modern take, a different take mm. on it. Chuck a cello in there. It worked. You know, uh, the final scene. Spoiler alert: when they do the big gig. I thought that was great too. It wasn't like over the top and everything went great and everybody like applauses and that's the end of the film because they succeeded. It was like, man, this is sounding great. They're doing cool. And then the dude starts nailing a solo. And when he floated up to the ceiling, I, I, it got me. I thought, yeah, that's what it feels like when you're in the pocket, you know, and you forget about everything else and you're just jamming, making good music. And he's, yeah, you float. And then of course he, falls off the amp or whatever and breaks his leg and it was brilliant just just a little swerve off the norm you know so they didn't completely succeed but they did enough to be awesome i liked it mm. uh if you're gonna double feature this with uh another film what would you double feature it with? Mm. i'm gonna throw it in with dazed and confused do you remember that film about the 70s slackers Similar kind of, I uh, do it for the soundtrack again. A lot of old school rock and metal lords, and a lot of that. And Dazed and Confused, and it's also like a high school coming of age story. So that's my that's my double feature. Easy. I'm gonna whack it in with heavy metal. Oh, yeah. subtle. That Even was though the soundtrack had a lot of cartoon tits metal. in it, didn't it? Yeah, cartoon titties. Just cartoon tits. If all That's you what want, the people want is That's what everybody wants, titties. If you want to win the election, just promise people titties. You got it. Mm. Easy win. Mm. Trump, grab him by the pussy. Uh, With some titties. Right. So um, on IMDb, it gets a 6.7. Someone gave an eight sweet movie about a high school metal band. Someone said 10. 
This was my favorite Netflix movie of the year, exclamation mark. Someone said six, decent, but should have been so much more. And five, doesn't understand itself. <sighs> mm. me. Mm. Sons of bitches. Uh, how are you going to rate this one out of, oh, why are we going to rate this out of 10 something's? Well, 10 guitar picks. I'm, uh, I'll give it, you know, I, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's not the greatest movie of all time. So I'm going to, th- yeah, I'm going to throw it a seven out of 10 purely. I went from six up to seven. I'm giving it a seven because of, I can't say his last name. Forgive me. Joe Magnolia. Joe Magnolia. That guy who plays D and D. And he was the doctor. I enjoyed, I just, I enjoy him and everything he's in. I just, I soak him up. Though I haven't seen Magic Mike, so don't judge me. That's the one of his films I, I haven't seen. But, and Pee Wee's, have you seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure? That's a great film. He's in that. He's brilliant. Anywho, that's why I went from six to seven. Because of him. He was delightful as the ex Battle of the Bands winning guitar guy turned psychiatric doctor. Brilliant. Uh, I'm going to have to give the six Hail Satans out of ten, I think. Um, That's just fluff. It's better than I expected. But hmm. still not very memorable, Six. I don't think. Um, yeah, hey, that's high. That's high praise from you. Getting above five for a movie that I picked. Ah, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a teen comedy without comedy. Soundtrack's mm. good. Well, uh, Music's good. Maybe it's all it was the a stuff drama. I like. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. But so you've rated it shame. like, like all the other critics, and like. Rotten Tomatoes. So you're in the pocket. I'm slightly above the pocket with a seven guitar picks out of ten. So if you want some fluff, you like metal, give Metal Lords a shot. I'm going to sneeze. Don't do it. Don't do it. Hold your nose. No, it's gone. Wow. I think I'm good. That's some quality podcasting right there. Uh, it's too much cocaine, I think. Too much cocaine. Ah, it's supposed to stop the sneezing. Is it? I, I should do Never more. Uh, oh, mm. I think we've done it. It's pretty. Eh, eh, it's, eh, eh. In and out. We're yeah. in. We're out. Yeah. We're in. We're out. They can't all be top ten episodes. Everybody, don't. When you introduce this channel to your friends, don't start them on this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for today. Alrighty.